0: I'm going to start off this episode of the podcast with a question when you pass a driver who was driving much slower than that you think they should or maybe someone who was weaving in their lane back and forth from left to right or someone who was hitting their brakes for apparently no reason whatsoever did you ever look at them to see what they look like while you were passing them do you ever wonder what they would look like is it someone that was maybe a crash test dummy or it was a senior? Maybe it was a teen driver or maybe it was just someone driving distracted or maybe a nervous driver. So what were you expecting to see? I'm curious. I want to know, you know, I've done it too, but I don't really know what I was looking for. Maybe it was just curiosity. So is there a look that someone's supposed to have? when they're not driving smoothly or safely? Let me know. Well, welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about being parked on the shoulder is never a good idea. Another episode of things to make you go, huh? And a new season has arrived. Pothole season. Let's go. I remember years ago, I'm talking about being a kid and we'd be going camping. We'll call it camping. We're in a house trailer. And we drove from on uh, Southern Ontario here in Canada down to Florida to Disney World. And we towed a trailer. My dad did all the driving. Now, periodically, we would pull over and we'd take a break. And when we took the break, whether we were going Northern Ontario or down to Florida, We would hop into the trailer and my mom would make us lunch. She'd make out the sandwiches and all this. And we thought it was great. We thought it was really convenient to do that. And as the transport trucks passed us, we could feel that vacuum of air rock the trailer. And it was happening quite often. And we giggled as kids and we thought it was a great idea and and a great experience. But looking back, especially as a road safety educator, I realize it's not a good idea and now i know there's a lot more vehicles on the road now than there was then but it doesn't take many for something bad to happen we hear about it in the media we hear how vehicles have been struck at the side of the road Uh, people are uh, being pulled over and or they've broken down and there's emergency services at the side whether it's police or ambulatory or even fire and drivers don't move over so the move over law you know, really, we do need to know that and if you're not sure what it is, Google it or check on a previous episode because I know I did talk about it a couple of times. So drivers do need to move over. If they can't move over, they do need to reduce speed. But because we know drivers don't always do that, how safe is it to be stopped on the shoulder of the highway or the expressway? Well. The only time you should really be there is that you have absolutely no other opportunity to get off the freeway uh, or the highway. So you haven't reached an exit or a service road. So, and you got a flat tire, I get that. So you wanna get over as far as you can. You might even have to have your right wheels on the dirt or the gravel, if it's a paved shoulder, get as far away from the moving traffic as possible. Uh, If you've got to change a tire, do that, or you can actually ha- call for an Auto Club service call. Now, getting a membership for an Auto uh, an Auto Club is a good idea because they can do that and they can warn people a little bit better because they've got the flashing lights at the top of their tow truck, and it does hopefully, and I do say hopefully, hopefully allow drivers to move over to get out of the way. Now I know that other people pull onto the shoulder for different reasons. Uh, some will pull over and check things that happened inside the vehicle. Great, no problem. Maybe exit the highway or the freeway to, before you do that. Uh, some people, oh, and I get this. Like, I see this happening. I see it in the media and I pass it. People are on the shoulder making a phone call. Now, is it because their car broke down or are they returning a call? Now, the positive is that they're not driving while holding their phone. So don't get me wrong. But the negative, if you don't have to be sitting on the shoulder, don't. It really should be for emergency purposes only. That's it. Not to park, not to eat your lunch. Um, get off the freeway. Now there was a time, a long time ago, I was towing a camper, uh, a tent trailer camper, and I had a flat tire. Um, I didn't want to stay onto the shoulder to do anything about it. So I was really close to an exit. So I was actually able to use the shoulder, with my hazard lights to warn drivers and to get off the busy expressway. Uh, I was young then, but I was really glad I made that choice because I really didn't want to change a tire at that point. Now, speaking of changing a tire, and then when I did say about getting as far over as possible, if you do have a flat and it's the driver's side, remember that the back, your back is towards all the moving traffic. So this is why if possible exit, Don't use the shoulder, exit the highway freeway, call the service club, do whatever you can, because you know, your life literally could be at stake when someone who doesn't move over. So the shoulder really is for emergency purposes, not necessarily for your needs at that particular time. Although you might think it's an emergency, it's not. So if I could go back in time, I would not be sitting in my dad's house trailer, eating lunch and spilling milk or juice down my shirt because the trailer was rocking a bit too much when a transport trailer drove by. It's now time for another episode of Things to Make You Go, Huh? Now, as kids, we've often tried to fool our parents in hoping that they believe our story. But I think it's a time as an adult, we have to stop trying to fool because we can't always fool everyone. Well, this incident happened on Highway 401 in Mississauga, when the Ontario Provincial Police stopped a vehicle in the HOV lane, the High Occupancy Vehicle Lane, for a violation. Now, the driver hops into the passenger seat in front of the officer, and tells the officer uh, the driver ran away. Really? Well, this driver was charged Uh, A breach times two of their license, obstructing the officer, driving while suspended, and, of course, the HOB violation. Some people. Now, as I said in the opening, uh, we have a new season. It's pothole season. And I know you thought maybe spring, but maybe they kind of work together. So potholes happen a lot in the spring. We, we know that. And one of the reasons is how the, uh, the ground expands because of the frozen tundra here in the Canadian North and uh, Northern States or wherever you're listening, that gets cold. And as it expands, it kind of really tightens things up. But when the warmer weather comes, it retracts. And all that moisture we have in our road, in our ground, loosens the asphalt And then as drivers keep driving over it with their wheels, it does create a hole. Well, recently one of my kids was driving to work. It was dusk and uh, they hit a pothole. They were in the curb lane. And it actually appeared because I went back. I went to the scene and I went back and it looked like someone had filled it up with snow. Trying to do their part to keep it flat. Snow moves. The pothole reemerged and yes like many people it caused a flat tire and a busted rim so luckily a couple of their siblings came to the rescue and they changed the tire for them so i've got good kids i have to tell you so what happens in this time of year in the spring for potholes well the first thing to realize is the kind of damage that driving into a large pothole can do for your vehicle Smaller potholes, not a big deal. Uh, Our roads are bumpy, it's gonna happen. But a larger pothole, it can cause a fair bit of damage to your vehicle suspension system, your alignment, the steering control, and of course your tires and your rims. So those are enough reasons to avoid driving in a pothole if you can avoid it. So how do we avoid it? Well, one of the ways is to look as far ahead as possible. And if you see a pothole, or you think there's a pothole because of the different shading in the pavement uh, such as the fact that it's darker it may be an active pothole so if that's the case once you move a little bit to the left or the right one way to avoid it whichever way it is on the road in your lane do your best to have your wheels avoid it uh the other advantage of looking ahead is that if you knew if you know that there's a pothole and you've got a lot of advance notice or if you think it's a pothole do a full lane change that reason alone and the fact that you're going to be delayed with where you're going because of the damage or loss of control causing something worse makes a lot of sense just to stay out of that lane for a while so another way to find uh, or to spot a potential pothole is seeing larger puddles on the road now if it hasn't rained recently chances are the puddle that you spotted is actually a pothole holding onto that water so again do your best to avoid driving into that large puddle uh, potholes, it's like a pool, right? So now that you've spotted a pothole, uh, how can you avoid driving into it? Well, many drivers will slow down dramatically before hitting the pothole, but that may still cause damage to your vehicle. The added problem of slowing down is the traffic behind you. Those drivers may not expect you to slow down suddenly like that, especially if there's no traffic ahead, braking, and you're not at a traffic light or a stop sign. So, why increase the odds of getting more vehicle damage just to avoid other vehicle damage so the best thing is to adjust your vehicle's position on the road if that means moving closer than a lane next to you so be it but try to ensure that there's space beside your vehicle so that way you're not moving towards another vehicle um, directly so this is commonly referred to as a staggered position so in other words you're driving beside space And this space allows you a safe cushion to move into uh, for those dreaded potholes so if you make these changes to your driving until your region or city fixes these potholes then that's so be it now one thing too is that when you do notice that there is a large pothole uh, why not communicate with your city or region and tell them where it is because they don't always know until someone does tell them and if everybody assumes that somebody else has told them that the pothole is there It doesn't get fixed and more people keep getting flat tires. Now, back to my original story, when one of my kids hit the pothole and their siblings came and helped change the tire while they were changing a tire, they ended up being in a gas station. Do that. Luckily, was just beyond the pothole. Another driver came into that gas station with a flat tire and they looked over and that driver said they hit a pothole. After they left and I was walking back to my car because I had gone to see make sure everything was okay, I noticed another driver was wobbling on down the street with their hazards on with a flat tire, front right flat tire. So it's three drivers in a short period of time that hit that pothole hard enough to cause a bent rim and a flat tire. It's got to stop. Thanks for listening to this episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Be sure to check out all my previous episodes if you've missed them. Uh, Every new episode comes out on a Sunday. And make sure that you do subscribe so that way you don't miss any. If you'd like to uh, reach me, you can reach me by email. I am safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. And you can also follow me on Twitter. My Twitter name is safedriver Uh, Check out my blog as well, as new posts do come out frequently. You can uh, read those at uh, thesafedriver.ca. And remember, let's be safe on the roads. I'm Scott Marshall.